Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed, commenting, and leaving a review on iTunes, never missing one single episode from that archive. Thank you very much, everybody. And it is now time for the KISS song titles remain the same Part 12. We just started doing the Creatures of the Night record. Very important record for Kiss. 1982. Got them back on the ball. Playing hard rock again. Any fan knows this stuff, but it's it's definitely a cool record. If you're a fan of heavy music and you've never heard the Creatures of the Night record, definitely buy that record. It's awesome. Great thunder drumming by Eric Carr. Just, just good stuff. And to represent the song titles from Creatures of the Night, we have a vast array of talent, much like we do on every one of these episodes. So we're just going to kick off the show here, and uh, starting off with a guy that I didn't know anything about prior to doing this. I've said this a few times while doing these particular series of shows, but this was a great find, I, I thought. A guy named Jesse Ed Davis, who... Uh, you know, is known as a session guy. He's a Native American musician from Oklahoma. Uh, he actually uh, only lived to be 43 years old. He died in 1988. Had to look up all this stuff in his bio, but what an impressive resume. I mean, this guy, uh, he played with Taj Mahal at one time, so he appeared on Rolling Stone's Rock and Roll Circus show. Uh, he played with George Harrison. He's on the concert for Bangladesh. He did session work for uh, Harry Nilsson. He was a touring guitarist for The Faces. I mean, this guy was around, and he got to see a lot of cool stuff. He played guitar on one of my favorite, uh, you know, Beatles solo things, John Lennon's Rock and Roll record. And he also played on Walls and Bridges. Great record. I mean, this guy, uh, man, he, <laughs> yeah, just go look up his bio on Wikipedia or something, uh, find out about Jesse Ed Davis. You're going to get to hear something by him here. Kicking off the Kiss song titles remain the same. Part 12. He's got a song here called Keep Me Coming.
Kicking off the show here today from 1973, that was Jesse Ed Davis with Keep Me Coming off of the album Keep Me Coming. So if you like what you heard, go check it out. That was, Like I said, new find for me. I, I love that. Once again, another reason why I do these shows. Uh, much like we've done on some of the other parts here, I'm going to do multiple unique songs with the same song title. Uh, and we're going to start off a block of songs called Danger. And going to kick it off very properly with one of the most rock and roll, rock and roll bands ever. The John Spencer Blues Explosion. What else can there be said? Take it away. This is Danger.
right, there you have it. That was the John Spencer Blues Explosion with Danger. That comes off of their latest album from 2012 called Meat and Bone. Great album title for a band such as that. Just four on the floor, great stuff. All right, next song we're going to do here, also called Danger. And a really cool band from the 80s. Uh, you know, they, they. I guess they're kind of a two-hit wonder in the States. Uh, I don't know if they did better anywhere else, but uh, I just such a unique sound and great production, great vocals. Uh, the band, the Motels. I like the Motels, so I'm very happy to feature them on this series of shows. So here you go. This is the Motels with Danger.
at the motels there. That was Danger. That was the kickoff song and lead single from their second studio album called Careful from 1980. I'll tell you what, go to the Facebook on Rock Strikes 10 on this particular episode. This is episode number 129. And uh, I'd like to know what you guys think. If you're from that era and you have an opinion about this, sexier 80s female singer, and I'm talking the full package, voice and looks, Martha Davis or Terry Nunn from Berlin. Uh, I'm curious as to what you guys think. I, I need this tiebreaker in my life. All right. Is that is that sexist to do a, a better looking poll? I, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's fun. All right. I'm definitely not nearly as much of a shitty dude as anybody in this band as far as women go. So, here, there's my segue. Still in the 80s. Going to play you something by Motley Crue. I, I, hey, I'm a Motley Crue fan. You, you've, you, you know the story. You've read the books. You know the tales. Motley Crue. Just uh, pure decadence. And proud of it, I'm, I'm sure. I'd say probably their most heralded album overall is probably Shout at the Devil. Dr. Feelgood being their most successful, but Shout the Devil is probably the one I think all fans can agree on. Uh, it's a great record. Uh, not not totally perfect. I'd cut two songs off and put two of the outtakes on there. But uh, the last song on the album is also called Danger. So here you go. I'm sure you're going to enjoy this one. Maybe you haven't heard it in a while. So here you go. Motley Crue with Danger.
All right, that was Motley Crue with "Danger" from the "Shout the Devil" record. Can't go wrong with that. Why would you? Why would you even try? So, we're done with the song titled "Danger." Moving on to a song a little bit later on on the Creatures of the Night record. Not a lot of, not really anything matching. You know, uh, "I Love It Loud" or uh, you know, "Rock and Roll Hell" has one, but eh. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of other songs called Danger as well. ACDC, who you're going to hear on a later episode. Also, The Psychedelic Furs and Gorky Park. I had to cut those off. Sorry, but uh, it's my show. And, uh, oh, maybe you're going to get mad at me for that. Uh, But I had to represent something for this song. I still love you. Uh, Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's the length of the song that ever kept it from being a single or a hit. I think it could have done pretty well. I mean, every time it pops up on, you know, like a Live 3 or Unplugged, uh, big performance, great way for Paul to show off his amazing vocal style. Uh, There's a a lot of songs called I Still Love You. Nothing great for Rock Strikes 10, you know, unless you're an Alan Jackson fan, but you're not going to hear him on Rock Strikes 10. Uh, You know, even Bobby Womack has a song called I Still Love You, but it's from one of his latter periods, and, uh, you know... Man, R&B really took a beating in the 80s. Horrible production. Even if the songs are good, I just can't get past a lot of the production. And there's a lot of rock bands that did that too. Uh, But this is sort of a latter period for this band as well, but I think it works a lot better for my show. And I'm a fan. I talked about these guys on the first episode of the Kiss song titles remain the same. The Bee Gees. The Bee Gees are back on Rock Strikes 10. So, you know, hey... If you if you love it or hate it, but I love it. So here you go, the Bee Gees with I Still Love You.
There you go. That was the Bee Gees. That was Robin Gibb on lead vocals there. I was reading up about this record while the song was playing. I found out some really interesting things about it. Now, uh, this album came out in 1981. Prior to that, the studio album that came out before this, two years prior in 1979, an album called Spirits Having Flown. That album was a monster. And then two years later, and then the you know the backlash of disco, uh, you know, and them being associated so closely to it. Uh, they said that there was 30 million sales worldwide for Spirits Having Flown. And they went all the way down to 750,000 sales worldwide. What a tumble. I mean, and, and they said it went number one on the U.S., went 41 U.S. Just what a massive, massive fall. Uh, I feel bad for her, man, because like I said, they're, they were more than just a disco band. They wrote great pop songs. And another fun fact, uh, this album, Living Eyes, they said it was the first album chosen to be manufactured on CD for demonstration purposes. Uh, it wasn't the first ever album released on CD, it was just the first one ever made. So, kind of weird. Uh, funny thing about it is, it's never been reissued on CD, because it, it was such a flop, I guess. But So there you go, some fun facts about Living Eyes by the Bee Gees. Maybe you didn't know before that. I didn't know before I recorded this show. All right, next song we're going to do on the show here. Going to kick it up a notch here with some rock and roll. We go from Motley Crue to the Bee Gees to this guy, 70s guitar hero Pat Travers. Uh, this is you know a pretty well-known song by Pat. Uh, it's on any best of that he has that's quality. Uh, so here you go. Let's kick it up. This is Killer by Pat Travers.
Right, that was Pat Travers, six-string extraordinaire there with Killer from his 1984 record called Hot Shot. Yes, he is a hot shot. And we started off the first of three songs called Killer. Uh, the second to last song from the Creatures of the Night record. Big, strong Gene Simmons song there. And uh, got a couple of really good quality songs coming up here, also with that title. And the second one here is by probably my favorite overall artist of all time as far as just catalog performer writer he's just an icon to me the great alice cooper from his fourth studio album yes true fans realize it's his fourth record of course the title track from the album killer and you're going to enjoy it right here all seven glorious minutes of it this is alice cooper
did I do to deserve such a fate? I didn't really want to get involved in this thing. Someone handed me this gun and I, I gave it everything. Yeah, I gave it
from the perfect five-star record of the same name that was alice cooper with killer you gotta have that record it's it's perfect and, and it's great the songs are either three minutes long or they're seven or eight minutes long there's no middle ground there uh that whole album man halo of flies probably my favorite alice cooper song is on there under my wheels is on there desperado uh, you drive me nervous i just just buy that record if you don't have it i i don't know what to say to you other than just you're wrong and you've you've been taught wrong <laughs> all right this next act here i think definitely uh, is an exception to the cliche of you you can't be an actor and put out quality music if you so choose to do uh juliet and the licks yeah juliet lewis uh she definitely understands her rock and roll I think you should give her records a chance. Uh, you know, these are fun records. So here's a little bit of Juliet and the Licks. Hope you enjoy it. And this is the third song on this show called Killer. Here you go. I wish you were a killer. I can tell by your hooded eyes. You got the ladies in good stuff there I, I i quite enjoyed that that was juliet and the licks with killer that's off of their 2006 record called four on the floor hey i said that earlier on the show eh. look at me uh and and speaking of look at me uh if the drums really appealed to you right there that's because they were done by mr drums dave Grohl. 
Uh, I really need to find out how many records he's actually performed on. It's crazy. I mean, he's played on stuff that most people don't even realize. Like this record, for instance. He played on the Killing Joke comeback album. Uh, he, he must have a clone of himself out there. I don't know... I don't know how he finds the time, but, you know, I'm jealous, as I'm sure a lot of people that hate on him are probably just jealous of him, but anyway, I, I like Dave, and I can say that, too. I, I know a lot of people that don't even like the Foo Fighters at all, and I and to, to you, I say, stop listening to the radio, because they overplay the shit out of them. I don't know what you're doing. Um, stick with Rock Strikes 10, or any quality rock and roll podcast we're not going to overplay shit we pretty much just play it once and you listen to it again if you want that's that's the deal here all right i'm 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 pretty warmed up here so let's uh we got two more songs to do on this one it's a bummer the show's almost over uh i'm gonna do a couple of songs with the title war machine uh just a strong freaking song for kiss Uh, one of the heaviest songs they've ever done and weirdly enough, uh, a Brian Adams co-write with Gene Simmons, I, I believe. That that sounds about right. I think Brian Adams co-wrote Rock and Roll Hell and War Machine, arguably the two heaviest Kiss songs of all time. And, and Brian's got a um, kind of a hard rock metal album sitting in his vault that he's never put out that he recorded around the 80s, so I'd, I'd love to hear that. And, but anyway, I, I, I digress because we're not playing Brian Adams right now. <laughs> I'm going to play you something by the Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Yeah, uh, a band, I always listen to their records. Uh, pretty much every other record kind of gets me good. Uh, so if you want some recommendations, just ask me. This is off of their second to latest record called Beat the Devil's Tattoo from 2010. So here you go, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club with War Machine.
Alright, there you go. That was BRMC, or Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, with War Machine. And uh, yes, I, I do know there's actually an ACDC song called War Machine off of Black Ice. And uh, once again, another chance to use ACDC, and I didn't do it. What's wrong with me? I, I must be drunk. Uh, but actually, once again, ACDC is going to appear on a later episode uh, when I really needed them to come through. So... When you have multiple matches, I just that's how I plan these shows. That I there is a process here. Uh, very happy to include this next one as the last song on this particular part. So closing out part twelve here uh, is a band. This album came out this year, actually. It's their first record. Hopefully, there's more to come. Something you'll hopefully come to know as you follow Rock Strikes Ten. You know, I buy my new records. I love buying new records. So whenever I get to ten new records that I bought that I enjoy. I will do an episode on them and talk about them. So I, I just recently spotlighted this one, Red Dragon Cartel. Uh, if you're a fan of hard rock and metal, this is definitely one of the better releases of the year so far. The return of Jakey e. Lee on lead guitar, and uh, you know, just the, the band's really good. And there's like half of it's like guest singers, and half of it's you know the the singer that's touring with them and stuff like that. So. No guest vocalist on this song, so you get to hear a song by the actual singer of the band. His name is Darren James Smith. I I, I like his style. It's it's. I, I don't know if you could call it throwback, but I I think I said this when I played this on on my new albums episode earlier this year that, uh, you know, and this is a compliment. Like if if Z Rock was still on the air, this would be like the record that would be in heavy rotation right now. So I, I'm assuming, hopefully, like Sirius is playing it at least. Uh, I'm guilty of almost, you know, not going beyond Howard Stern, but uh, but this is a cool song. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the the tie from Jakey e. Lee to Ozzy, from Ozzy to Sabbath. Uh, you know, if they get wind of this, uh, they may lawyer up. And yes, you will hear a massive NIB influence, whether it's intended or not. It's definitely there. But I still like the track. Like I said, it's a good album. You should definitely pick it up. So closing off the show here tonight and closing off the Creatures of the Night record for inspiration, this is War Machine by Red Dragon Cartel.
And there you have it. War Machine by Red Dragon Cartel closes off this particular episode tonight. Uh, but, you know, plenty more shows to come, of course. So, until then, go to cnjradio.com, home of this show, Rock Strikes 10, home of the flagship, The Wrestling House Show, home of The Synaptic, featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative, and home of CNJ Radio's latest podcast, Last Theater on the Left, for myself and my CNJ Radio partner, Chris, talk about movies and have fun doing it. All right, please join me tomorrow. We're going to start up the Lick It Up record, their massive comeback in commercial sales. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a fun tie-in to someone that actually performed on that record. We'll make an appearance on this episode, so it's going to be fun. Not not an interview form or anything. I'm not that popular, but uh, you know, uh, we're, I'm going to play a song by him. So and there's a little tease for tomorrow. So uh, you know, if you like what you hear, please please tell a friend. Like I said, Kiss fans will probably love this. Hopefully. Even if you're not a KISS fan, you don't have to be a fan to enjoy these episodes because I'm not playing any KISS. So, all right, we'll see you tomorrow. Until then, have fun.